baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Tabor on the board. This is The Edge, the 23rd day of July 2018. Thank you for spending part of your morning with us. We are brought to you, as always, by our title sponsor, the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Uh, You're welcome to text in. You could call this summer, actually. Uh, You can text in anytime, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762. Six two, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline, uh, hotline for the summer text line twenty four seven three sixty five. Although we only monitor this for an hour a day, but uh, you know, you want to send us something, then uh, you know, hey, we'll we'll read it the next day. Absolutely, and a little bit of a programming note here as well, Terry, uh, Sean, and Nick White are in New Orleans for Sunbelt Media Days. They've been moved up. Back to the future. Back to the future, 2 to 5 today, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, from uh, Mardi Gras World, I believe, there in uh, in New Orleans. They're having uh, a fado-do and a number of things. Sunbelt doesn't do a whole lot uh, recognition, but media days, they do it right. And uh, Sean and Nick will tell you about a little bit of what their adventures are. And uh, they're going to have a, a big time for you guys from 2 to 5 today, so... Be sure to tune in for that. And as well, uh, Terry, a lot going. Uh, you know, this is, uh, we talk about the dead period, so to speak, and it, it uh, opens up back tomorrow in recruiting for college football. But as far as sports, unless you're really into uh, Major League Baseball and the trade deadline and uh, the NBA free agency, uh, World Cup is over with. Um, Turn it. But, but that I watched just as much World Cup this weekend as I did when the World Cup was on. Hey, but you know it's an exciting summer when I can't pronounce Noah Syndergaard, pitcher for the New York Mets, is on the DL for, and I, I kid you not, hoof and foot and mouth disease. He's an Arlington, Texas guy. Is he really? Yeah. He needs a haircut, but he's a damn good pitcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of all things, he is, and that they're not they're not joshing here, folks. He it is at Mansfield Timberview, I believe, is where in he Timber, was. Yeah. yeah. So he's a Texas guy, yeah. uh, and we hate to see that, but, you know, he probably ate a lot of uh, steer growing up in, in Texas. But we hope him good <laughs> – hopefully he will uh, recover quickly from that. We're making light of that, but that's nothing to mess around with, uh, hoof and mouth and whatever disease. How do you get that? Um, I don't know. I've been guilty of uh, having it a number of times myself. Um, uh, my foot has been somewhere else sometimes, um, but I assume it is uh, – Born by food or something like that, and I'm yeah. uh, I'm surprised. So you don't know is the answer to the question. What I'm trying to what what I mean is I <laughs> right? don't know. You don't know. Yeah, but Tab- you know, Tabor, you do you know what causes that? I haven't slightest. At least he's honest. Anyway, I, unless I if Tabor doesn't know it, then I don't feel so bad. Hey. I, I tell you, here I want to talk about this. And I appreciate you and Mark, and uh, shout out to Mark uh, and D this morning. But uh, Mark Kramer, uh, you guys, I hadn't been on for a couple of days, and I appreciate you uh, 
you, you jumping in there for uh, me? Actually, actually three to be exact. Three, yeah, three days. Yeah, Wednesday, well, Thursday, and Friday. And well, then you decide to grace us. We were we were concerned that you know, like, okay, he's finally he's made good on his threat to leave the country, and but here you are. So. Well, maybe close. Um, mm-hmm. Larry Fedora. Our uh, North Carolina football coach, and yes, that is not an oxymoron, North Carolina football. Duke football, however, is an oxymoron. Um, not so much anymore. Larry, please. Larry Fedora went off the, yeah, that guy too, <laughs> went off the other day. I got Him the, too, yeah. I, have you guys ever had the wrong prescription? Fedora, Fedora. All right, yeah. so you, old people will, will appreciate this. So I'll pick up some glasses today because I have a drawer full of reading glasses. You know, you have just a – I don't know if you do it or not. As you get older, your eyes – I just can't see. Yeah, I like the, yeah. And so I just reach in there and grab – well, I grabbed a pair apparently that I used a couple years ago, and my eyesight has gotten worse. <laughs> and so I'm sitting here squinting, looking at the computer screen. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the problem. You got an old pair there. Either that or I'm illiterate, perhaps a little both. At any rate, uh, Larry Fedora mm-hmm. went off last week and said football is under attack by those people that are calling out the perils of head trauma, CTE, and more. And he said, our country is going to go down to a football succumbs to this assault. And the butthurt sports writers of America lost their collective minds. The, the, you know, we got some of these. Dan Wolken is some of these guys. They should have a sports version of Nancy the, Armour and Dan Wolken make of, my of the skin view. crawl. Well, yes. actually, yes. They, actually, they do have that. That's uh, the ESPN first show. Right. Uh, at any rate, so they go into a just a lather. And so Larry Fedora uh, in the Dan Woken article has been, I mean, that dude got to blame for everything from global warming. Yes. To being a bigot homophobe. Oh, he I'm, was. He was a dude. You na- they should fire him like now. Wow. Oh, my God. Because. Dan Wolken says that you should because if he can't appreciate the dangers of CTE, then he doesn't deserve to be the football coach at North Carolina. Thus, Dan Wolken has spoken. Thus, it shall be done. Uh, well, thanks, Dan. Last time I checked, you hadn't discovered a cure for cancer either. Uh, until some neurosurgeons came out and said, uh, yeah, by the way, he's uh, actually he's right. And then they said, well, even though he's right, that doesn't make it okay. <laughs> oh, my God, these people are killing me. The, the political career, and I don't care which side of politics you're on, but dear Lord, uh, Dan Woken. First of all, they get a picture of him in USA Today that looks like he's been on a three-week bender. Uh, they put the most unflattering picture up. there, And I don't know Larry Fedora from uh, a Fedora hat, other than, you know, I knew he, he coaches at North Carolina, you know, you know, Crown Football. I wish I was. Our country will go down to if, fundamental, if football is fundamentally changed in a coup de gras of stupidity, uh, it's what they called, uh, it's what Woken called uh, our friend uh, Larry Fedora. Uh, no need, this is a quote, no need to dance around this. If Fedora actually believes what he says, he's too dumb to coach college football and should be fired immediately. Uh, let me let me go into this. Does Woken look like a kid you'd like to beat the hmm, out of on the school I, I playground? Don't, I, I don't know. What I don't know. He like. needs, he's kind of got a punk face on him, but anyway. Um, yeah, okay, so he goes down further in here. And Larry, uh, Larry Fedora said, look, I fear the game will get pushed so far to one extreme you won't recognize the game 10 years from now. That's what I worry about. And I do believe if it gets to that point, our country goes down too. So what is Fedora saying? Football, baseball, and basketball, probably in that order, have been a staple of American society for a very, very long time. It used to be boxing. When I was a kid, boxing was a big, big deal. You watched the Olympics. You watched 
uh, Ali and Frazier and all that group, well, boxing, uh, you know, obviously it causes some CTE, head trauma issues, et cetera. So basically boxing, although MMA, I might actually get into that at some point. Well, that's the that's problem. pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. But, I, I haven't yeah. gotten into it, but mm-hmm. and so l- l- let me finish this thought. So Fedora's just saying, look, our country is founded and based a lot of people believe in the competition factor, et cetera. Oh, by the way, I got another story later about a dude that got fouled in a uh, pickup basketball game, and he called the cops because he got fouled too hard. I digress. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. I got that. I find this stuff. I, oh, I, I, I got people that send it to me, and I look. Okay, so at any rate, um, Fedora talks about this. We're going to struggle in ways I think we're struggling now. So. Are we ever going to be the perfect country? No, by any means. But I do think football has a major impact on who we are as a country. I agree. And I'm a basketball guy saying that. Um, So here's where Woken says. Here is where Woken says, um, you know, forget that we have climate change going on. We have sexism. We have uh, all these different things. And he's worried about whether or not kids are going to play the game. Um. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable um, well, and if that, you, that they twist the, the, the their yeah. agenda. In, it, it's football, man. That's A Democrat and Republican can sit by side by side and watch a sporting event and cheer for the same team, and that brings us a little close to Or hate another team. That's just as strong, that bond there. We both hate this team. And yet we're tying Larry Fedora on climate change, because if you don't believe in climate change, you're an idiot. Uh, and, and, you know, you got every right to believe that, uh, everything from gay marriage, you name it. And they accuse Fedora of this, this this Dan Walken rambling. Uh, I, I swear Bill Maher must have wrote the article. Uh, this means Fedora is simply a bar- an embarrassment to the University of North Carolina. That means he's a danger to the players he's coaching. No, you're an embarrassment to USA Today, Dan. He's a rube who's in charge of the well-being of 85 college students you on go, scholarships yep. and denies the mountain of science that has linked head trauma football to significant health problems later. I don't, you know, I don't believe, and so now they, the neurosurgeons have come out, and uh, this is another article. This is uh, Eric Adelson from Yahoo Sports. Uh, Larry Fedora went out on a limb. Uh, or uh, jumped off the deep end, depending on your point of view. But there are neurosurgeons that come out and said, yeah, he's actually right. There is no established 100% link. Accusation is not causation. CTE has also been found in individuals not exposed to contact sports. And so am I saying it? No, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't get a medical degree. You know, maybe when ULM has a medical school and we have some people that come out on that, they could speak to that. Um USA Today, our friend Wolken, called Fedora's comment a coup de grace of stupidity. He should be fired immediately, thus says Dan Wolken. Uh, I'm so tired of people losing their jobs over speaking there. And I, 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 both sides of the political. I mean, here we go. All right. What? Listen to his statement about there will be the, okay, without the freedom, listen, this is Wolken, without the freedom to give each other concussions, what kind of country are we anyway, right, Larry? I'd like to give Dan a concussion. I, right, I, let's, I bet you I'll be right behind Put you. Put a nice concussion. Yeah, there will be a decline of our country, there's no doubt, Fedora said. Now, this is keep this in context. There's no doubt in my mind, I think, because the lessons you learn in the game of football 
relate to everything that's going to happen in the rest of your life. I find that, particularly at my stage in life right now, to be very true. And I played high school football very badly, uh, but I did. And if we stop learning those lessons, we're going to struggle, and I think in some ways we're struggling more now than we ever have. Are we going to be a perfect country? No, not by any means. But I do think the game of football has had a major impact on what we are as a country as far as and bas- college basketball to s- the same extent. Failure in a sport teaches you perseverance and resilience. Now, nah, just quit. That's if you're LeVar Ball. Just quit. If you're LeVar Ball and his gang, pull them off the court. Well, LeVar but, had a, some interesting comments we'll get into uh, after the break here. But I think this is piling on, Fedora. And, I, again, I'm not necessarily a, you know, I don't, I'm not a North Carolina football fan, nor do I know Larry Fedora personally. Do those exist? But I think this is – I mean, I can't believe Dan Wolken hasn't pulled two hamstrings jumping to conclusions on this. And I think that's exactly what happened here is he uh, – as as they as he tends to do, and Nancy Armour both, they both – you know, all of a sudden, you know, everybody needs to lose their job over a misstep. And I deeply disagree with um, what Dan says, but I don't want him to lose his job, if nothing else, just to – because I need the, the he needs to be paying taxes like all of us. If you don't agree with me, and, if uh, you out there listening, if you don't agree a hundred percent with me, you're yeah. a fill in the blank and think yeah, of the whatever you are. You're, right. Because I'm right, Jamie. Ask me if I'm right. Yes, I'm right. Are, are, you don't are, even you, have to are you right? I always. Mm. I'm always correct. I know a few people that might. Once I thought I was mistaken, but I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this. Obviously, take myself very seriously, right? <laughs> Uh, you're serious, as my dad used to say, as a jackass in a snowstorm. Um, but, you know, this is a and, – and actually, uh, Mark and I, and you know, uh, had this conversation last week. And Mark was, came, you know, was pretty – he thought it was a dumb comment, too. And I understand where people were coming from if you don't wa- look – read his, his, uh, his comments in context. And to your point that you brought out, there is – is – you know, and, and why do you limit this conversation on CTE and head trauma just to football, MMA, boxing, wrestling? Well, soccer where your head's the ball in. Exactly. That's exactly what people are starting to realize. I, I don't think, look, you look, Fedora did not say there's no there's no causation. He just said all the studies are not in yet. Right. And you have some neurosurgeons say, you know, we're not sure yet. Just playing does not necessarily cause it. I think some people, and I've read this, I don't know this, I'm not a medical doctor, nor do I claim to be, nor did I stay at a Motel 6 last night. But the probability that that might lead to some things, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, but yeah, there's no, I think I think Fedora has a great point. The very values that so many people have grown up with, are now really under attack because nobody wants to win or lose. Everybody wants to win and nobody wants to lose. Now, here's the problem with that. When you have a contest, everybody wants to win, so nobody wants to lose. There's your participation trophies. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to pay the price to win. Uh, you know, it's it's easier to make excuses. The referees, the parents, the field, the goal wasn't regulation. They got, re- you know, everything in the world. That's not what America has been known for. Since its inception, it's been known for overcoming things. It's been, and sports are the same way. There's no better microcosm for society in America than sports because we do overcome things. We don't make excuses, and we're able to succeed. You get into this deal where it's going to be, uh, you know, touch two-hand football, 
I, I, don't, I think he's right. I think uh, in 10 years, if this political correctness keeps going crazy the same way. And, look, I got a kid that played high school football. All right, so I, I've got I've got uh, skin in that game. And there absolutely there's a risk associated, but there's also great rewards to it. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. We come back. You millennials, I have not forgot about you. I'm going to give you an update on Millennial Night at the Minor League Baseball game last night. You're not going to want to miss this. This segment brought to you by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby's the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back on Memento, La Edge. Every day that I get better, I watch as you get Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big during Ford summer sales events with giant rebates or 0% financing. Get 4,000 cash back on Edge, Explorer, and Escape. Or choose 1,000 cash back plus 0% for 72 months. And come see our GT350s, Ford Raptors, and Rocky Ridge lift trucks. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor, Ford Lincoln, and Ruston. Stock number 18,000 and number 18,286. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. At Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. With any counselor, you just have to find someone that you connect with. I think talking to this actually helped me be able to talk to my wife better. Um, things that you're, you, you don't think that you should tell anybody. And then you can start breaking down some of them things to your spouse a little bit easier. Family Counseling Center in Ruston. Comprehensive, caring counseling for our community. He understood what was going on with me. Um, He assured me that, you know, it's going to be all right, and I trusted that. Call Family Counseling Center 255-5753. And the more I've looked back, the more I can see how helpful the counseling's been, not just for the PTSD, but like I said, throughout my whole life. I think it has consistently gotten better since I've been home. Call for a confidential appointment, 255-5753. Family Counseling Center, a ministry of Louisiana United Methodist Children and Family Services in partnership with the Lincoln Health Foundation. If an insurance company is there to sell you insurance, shouldn't it also be there to service it? After all, what good is your insurance if you can't even talk to a real person about your policy, let alone receive prompt claim service? Don't worry. At Farm Bureau Insurance, we're here to help with experienced agents, so you never have to worry about who's going to be on the other end of the phone. You know it's going to be your personal Farm Bureau insurance agent with fast, fair claim service where you need it and when you need it most. Call today for your free no-obligation review for auto, home, and life insurance that's custom-tailored just for you. In Jackson Parish, call Eddie Simpson at 259-4082. Louisiana Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Louisiana Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Casualty Insurance Company, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Pets bring so much joy to our lives. They're loyal, they're protective, and smart. Yet as smart as our pets might be, they can't advocate for themselves, especially in the event of a natural disaster. Hi, I'm Sean Lowe. During Hurricane Harvey, many families were separated from their pets. That's why it's important your pet is part of your family's disaster preparedness plan. Talk to your veterinarian and visit banfieldfoundation.org slash disaster. 
don't save it for a rainy day. Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back in Sports Talk, the 977. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board. This segment of The Edge sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley, Ben Pitts and Company, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. By the way, a quick shout-out. Uh, Dietrich and then mentioned it, uh, my friend Jeb Andrews, former classmate at Washita, a good friend of mine, his son, attempting to become uh, a Louisiana Tech student, Mason Andrews, the youngest solo pilot wow. to circumnavigate the globe in history. Good luck to Mason. Yeah. We are very proud like of him. 40 days of flying and stuff. Oh. It's, yeah, it's, it, I need to get Jeb on. Yeah, um, um, also a, a programming note uh, as well. Uh, real quick, Terry, uh, Sean and uh, his crowd uh, nick white will be on from two to five today so uh please adjust your listening schedule and uh they'll be on um a, an hour early from two to five today good stuff so uh i i think i told you guys this i think i was on twice last week and i've been in and out of town and getting ready to go out again uh, at any rate there was a ma- minor league baseball team and minor league baseball and hockey are the best promoters in the world in sports Th- these guys are geniuses uh, so a minor league baseball team, the Montgomery, Alabama Biscuits, the Sea Biscuits, uh, hosted last Saturday night or two nights ago, Millennial Night, and a lot of fans were outraged. Not me. No, not me. I thought it was great. Um, so Michael Murphy, the vice president of fan engagement, uh, they they had him on a couple of the TV shows, and uh, they had promotions. Now, these are millennial-style promotions. Avocado burgers, by the way, set you back eight bills. Good uh, grief. Yeah. They had craft beer, so they had the special kind of craft beer that the millennials like. They had uh, nap and selfie stations, <laughs> and they gave everybody participation ribbons for just showing up. This is great. Hoorah for the Montgomery Biscuits. Social media sparked outrage. Many say that is it, event is condescending toward actual millennials, and can you send me my participation ribbon? Um, and when you, Dan like, Wilkin, no, no, no confirmation of the fact that Dan Wilkin, Dan Wilkin of USA Today, in fact, was in attendance that night and got two participation ribbons. Uh, so Montgomery Biscuits, these guys doubled down on it. It was awesome. awesome. Uh, so their Twitter said, hey, offended, feel free to fight your battles, uh, RRL, and visit us at Riverwalk Stadium. Any millennials that actually come by during office hours next Saturday and submit a valid complaint in person <laughs> to our Millennial Night Think Tank may actually get free tickets. So the big sign out in front of it, uh, the Biscuits Millennial Night, a big line that says, free stuff. <laughs> Participation ribbon selfie stations, napping areas, and they, uh, Darren Ravel shows it. Um, and this was a Tampa Ray, Tampa Bay uh, Rays Double uh, A affiliate. They show like big beanbag chairs where people like crashed on them, and uh, they do the show the participation ribbon that everyone got for showing up. Brilliant, <laughs> yeah. brilliant on the fact of uh, 
uh, the Montgomery Biscuits. Uh, Madison, outside of uh, Huntsville, is just building a brand-new park there in uh, North Alabama. It's going to be gorgeous. Uh, Regents Park in Birmingham, brand-new downtown. So Alabama minor league baseball is is doing quite well. I uh, encourage everyone to take a weekend trip over there and catch a little minor league ball. Since I don't think we got it in Shreveport anymore, unfortunately. No, that was I the captains for a I, long I, I time. Wish, I missed the captains. Okay. Um, uh, d- you know. Millennial night, I think, is pretty but good. But what a great, like you said, what a great, who does it better than minor league baseball? Yeah. Maybe my, hockey? Maybe perhaps? they could have combined that with uh, LGBT night, uh-huh. uh, pride night. I mean, well, you, you can think of all of the different um, political genres and, and efforts in climate change night where. Equally offend everyone. Hey, how about this? Since climate change is, like, really, really bad, mm-hmm. apparently, uh, and electricity uses you know, the, the stadium uses a lot of electricity, which is non-renewable, you know, for this. How about they play a game in the dark? Well, <laughs> that, that would be interesting. In support of, of climate change. Sure. Yeah. The game sure. In, yeah, in the dark. Well, we're all going to move off the grid, aren't we? That's Is that the answer? Is it, we're, we're I'm going to go live with Dan Wilkin. Uh, good luck with that. He in his uh, van down by the river. <laughs> somewhere like that. Me, I'm going to uh, go shack up down the street from Tabor. Because he's uh, he knows how to conserve energy. Yeah, that's in a van down by the river too. Yeah, that's the old Chris Farley line yeah. from Saturday Night Live. Okay, so here another um, thing that caught my eye last week, a week from yesterday, or a week from today, previously, um, in Virginia of all places, the cradle of our democracy, Virginia, um, L.A. Fitness location. They got a little pickup basketball game going on at L.A. Fitness, Jamie. You, I don't know. You, I'm sure you played pickup basketball. I, I played not very well, but all yes, over I the tried. country. Yes. And yes. actually, my favorite pickup basketball was in Arlington, Texas. They had two huge racquetball courts. They converted to a half court. Oh wow! Oh, dude, it was awesome. Yeah, you that was like, a great idea. You could throw the ball off the wall. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> but I mean, you you have forty or fifty people in there playing at lunch. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. But um, they had a guy that plays all the time, and they had another guy who had only been there a couple times. And the guy goes to the rack that plays all the time. Other dude fouls him, which, you know, pick up basketball. You have varying degrees of talent, much like a golf course. You have people that know what they're doing. You have dudes like me. They don't know what they're doing. What they're doing all right? right. But I, I, the difference in me, I don't know what I'm doing, and I'll be the first to tell you. If I hit you with a ball, I promise you it's purely accident. The, most, the safest place to stand by me when playing golf is directly in front of the ball because it generally doesn't go there. Uh, dude gets fouled and calls the police. The guy that fouled him. Okay, at that point, you got to give me your man card. Was it Dan Walken that got yeah, fouled? Yeah, Dan Walken gets fouled. Yeah. You got to give me your man card. He got knocked to the screen. Knocked to the. Uh, actually, it was just a screen. So he ran into a screen that the dude set. Uh, his defensive player did not communicate. So guy got. I'm thinking if I'm the defensive player and I don't like you, I'm not going to communicate just to watch you get your cage rattled. At any rate, uh, the man who set the screen was in the shooting sleeve. Uh, so the dude, that, that's the thing now. Everybody's got these shooting sleeves. You know, it's like they're Allen Iverson starter kits. <laughs> have you ever seen the, the shooting sleeves that you put? It's like oh, a yeah, big I have sock that you yeah. put on your arm. What is it supposed to do? I don't know. Kobe did it. <laughs> it's so like it, if you get cold or something. I mean, is because that's about yeah. The lots of people get cold in basketball when it's 110 degrees inside the gym and they're running up and down. It's, with the sleeve. It's style, man. It's all the style. I had a kid last year that was. Two kids actually came out to practice for us for the first time. <laughs> Dude, go take the Allen Iverson starter kit stuff off. 
just just get rid. I mean, dude, they had the the you know the sleeves. Now they have them for the legs too. Oh, so, so you could look like a Olympic bobsled or not a bobsled speed skater, with all the little tidy things going mm-hmm. on, and it's you know they spend more time on their uh, apparel than they do their game. But yeah, dude with a sleeve is the one that that's how bad this is. Dude with a sleeve is actually the aggressor. So not only did you call the co- uh, the cops on somebody that fouled you, you call the cops on a dude with sleeves on that punks you. That's how bad this is. Uh, if I'm L.A. Fe- dude, I ban this guy from ever coming back. No, he's gone. You're, you're gone. You're done. You have a lifetime of soccer ahead of you. And actually, he would be too soft to play soccer. Uh, so they interviewed the guy, uh, one of the witnesses. He goes, um, I thought he was joking. I thought he was being a little extra over the top. Um, <laughs> what did the police do when they got They there? They did respond. Oh, one boy. deputy said, hey, I thought it was a fight. But it, it wasn't. And so the players did not want to press charges. And... Uh, the gym management gave the players another chance to keep the game civil. Uh, they returned to the game after the officers left. Man, Don't that's throw a, out the guy that tried that, to. That's a foul, man. I'm calling the police and my mommy. Not in that order. Well, you, you can't let the guy that, that called the police. I mean, if I'm the police, I'm like, okay, we're going to charge you 150 bucks for. It's like my mom, God rest her soul. She called the police one time. And, and now keep in mind, but this was very important. She was under the impression someone had stolen her pears from the pear tree. So when I, I, I did everything I could to talk her out of it, it did not work as usual. And when the police showed up, I went, listen, I'm so sorry. This is my mother's like 88 or 99, and she, this is something she feels very strongly about. I know you've got murders, rapes, and, and gunfire all over this, you know, all over town, but my mother is calling to tell you her pears were stolen. We called that Paragate around the Fox household. It became Paragate. Uh, the guy looked at me, laughed, and really, Toby Berry, great guy, uh, Monroe Police. Shout out to our officers. Absolutely. Uh, love you guys, except when you give me a ticket, but thanks uh, for what you do. Give him two. Um, and he goes, it's okay. I got it. He said, believe it or not, we deal with this all the time. And I said, Oh, okay. So anyway, he and I were run into each other several times, and and uh, just as wonderful as he can be, and we both laugh about it to this day. But that is something you got to give a pass to a uh, octogenarian, okay? When they're that's something important. You can't give a pass to a guy with a sleeve that sets a pick. I, 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 this is this is ridiculous. This is not what our policemen are trained to do: is to break up fights at. Uh, your local gym. Or I could be wrong. Or, or for somebody that wants to press charges for setting a pick. Uh, you set a hard pick, man. That's a foul. Where's the police? Now we know why 911 is so messed up. You see the lady that called 911? This is about a week and a half ago. It's kind of sad. Um, I'll tell you that when we return. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, writing all the wrongs of society. This segment brought to you our, by our friends at Spa Neville. Pamper the special people in your life. Hook them up with a Spawnville gift certificate, 318 807 1060. Spawnville and Monroe. The debauchery continues after this. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. 
Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay, call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the heart, lung, and vascular clinic today. 329-1900. I'm Derek Gore, running back for the ULM Warhawks. Tickets for the upcoming 2018 season are now on sale. Come experience the best on the bayou, tailgating the Grove, and cheer on your Warhawks. We look forward to seeing you in Malone Stadium this fall. Come help us defend the nest. For ULM football season ticket information, call 318-342-HAWK or visit ULMWarhawks.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to, our friend, brought to you by our friend uh, Billy Justice and Vantage. Uh, bunch of texts to read here. Chuck's got a good one. Uh, there's a lot of people going to call Bobby Manning when they get fouled from down at the rec center. Um, well, Bobby will. Uh, Bobby will. T- Bobby did his share of fouling, though, too. So yeah, he was. Uh, he was a. Uh, yeah, Bobby didn't play a whole lot of games. Bobby, Bobby could probably relate good, to this. Bobby's a good shooter. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, Bama Jim. When I was a kid, we played marbles, and it's always going to be one winner. And if you didn't win, you practice. No participation marbles, and where the value's gone. Here's a good one. FS says the guy who called the cops. Uh, when he was fouled, was awarded two free throws, which was reduced to one on appeal. Uh, the Duke of Wellington said the Battle of Waterloo, going back to our football segment, Duke of Wellington uh, said the Battle of Waterloo was won 
on the playing fields of Eton. MacArthur said if he needed a man for a dangerous mission, he wanted a West Point football player. Ask your son of the military coach. They don't have participation trophies in the military for good reason. Uh, great point, FS. Battle of Waterloo. Jamie, did you have that in your history class? You've heard of that, right? I have heard of the Battle of Waterloo. I cannot pl- give me give us give me some context. This is uh, Napoleon, right? Okay. Um, in the French, getting ready to fight the English in one of their bazillion wars, and this was the greatest defeat. This was the end of Napoleon. But do you realize? Let me give you a little history background here, real quick. Napoleon actually won the battle before he lost it. Where we heard that before? Yeah, this is. I was for it before I was against it. Yeah. Uh, well, he actually he won the battle. You know, they go out there. Napoleon sends his people out there, and back in the day, they had all these cannons, right? So if you control the cannons, you pretty much control the, the deal. So Napoleon's guys overran all the English cannons. The English cannon guys started running, and so Napoleon's people they they charged on through there. Well, what they did back in the day was when they would overrun cannons, they would fill the cannons with nails. Oh, my God. And what that does is it would render them useless. You couldn't fire them anymore. Well, a day or so before the battle, Napoleon's soldiers that were in charge of the nails, the tacks they called them, were around everywhere looking for tacks. They couldn't find any. They didn't have any tacks. And so when Napoleon's forces overran the Duke of Wellington's and took over their cannons, they were not able to fire. Well, no, they just they, they owned the cannons, but they couldn't uh, render them useless. And so what happened later on in the battle, about a couple hours later, a couple of the English soldiers recaptured one of their cannons. Then a couple more recaptured a couple more of their cannons. And all of a sudden, a bunch of them did, and they turned those cannons, which should have been useless and incapacitated, directly on the French out in front of them now and blew the French to smithereens. So thus, Napoleon lost after he had the battle won. So the point being, sometimes... uh, don't assume anything, and no, no, no uh, confirmation whether Dan Woken actually was, uh, yeah, sp- uh, spiking the guns. Thanks, FS. Uh, yeah, no, no confirmation whether USA Today Dan Woken was in charge of the tax or not. But I think Dan's French. Oh my God, parlez-vous français? That, that. Okay, so here's another here's another rule for you. <clears throat> so last night the Cubs are playing. Might have been uh, Saturday night. Cubs are playing. And one of the Cubs goes over and is going to toss a ball to a child. The child is literally sitting on the front row. This is uh, down, the, down the line. Um, he sends it to the child. The mom's holding the child. child's got his hands up. The child's looking like four years old, five Can't years make the old. Catch, like- hey, he's got a little Cubs jersey. He's all fired up, right? Well, the guy tosses it to him from like four feet away. If you've ever been to uh, Gulf Shores and been to Lambert's where they throw you the rolls, home of the throw – my youngest son, we, we spent an hour trying to have him catch a roll when he was like three. Didn't come close. Finally caught him. Hey, good catch. You have to catch it for him. Anyway, uh, so the kid drops the ball. It bounces off his hands. And so there's this, I'm not even going to say the word what the guy is, sitting behind him in a cub. You know, look, if you're over 40 years old and you wear the jersey of your team. That's a clothing foul. Yeah, you got issues. At any rate, uh, so this guy is in the second row, reaches under the seat, Literally knocks the kid out of the way to get the ball, holds it up, and gives it to, I guess, his significant other, and then they're, like, laughing at the kid. Didn't give it back to the kid? No. Because uh, the kid didn't make the catch. It rolled underneath the, the seat. The old, we can't say over the air what he is, 
um, takes the ball, taunts the kid, I mean, hands it to somebody, and they laugh about it like going. And immediately his. Oh, you punked a you punked a 18-month-old. Yeah. Good for you. No, the kid's about four years old. Immediately the wife or girlfriend or whatever, uh, is you can see her with her phone putting it on social media. And so uh, the Cubs realize what's going on, so they took the kid another ball, gets pictures and everything. Why not throw the guy out that did it, too? Uh, I mean, you can't throw him out. He's just a dirtbag. Well, they threw out Bartman. I mean, Bartman, just, you know. Well, they escorted Bartman out for his own personal safety. I know, but yeah. this guy was just an absolute dirt bag. If you're a if, if you're a, if you're an adult and you knock a kid out of the way to get a ball, or like going, this guy was that's more egregious than what Bartman th- th- did. Th- this and that's pretty bad what Bartman did. Bartman didn't do anything, Jamie. He caught the ball. It was in foul territory. He, he put the, his hand up. No, it was still. It was still. Alou could have made the catch. Oh, get out of here with that. So anyway, we'll and the Cubs would have won two World Championships no, they instead of one. Wouldn't. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, don't no, you think? Yeah, no, Don, no. Yeah, part, that, no. they cost them. Yeah, they cost the Cubs a two. That's day, a two loser World excuse. What's Alex that? Gonzalez booted the next ground ball. Oh, it's a loser. Doesn't excuse. make any difference. Uh, and you know Bartman, what? If, if Tiger had a birdie, three more holes, he'd have won yesterday. Well, Bar- I give <laughs> I give the city of Chicago, which is now the rat capital of the United States. Yeah, you by told the way, me that. Uh, the rat capital of the United States, Chicago, now has rats are people too. Jay. They have now embraced Bartman again, and he's allowed back in Wrigley Field, which is a good thing. This guy, I take away his season tickets. I tell him to go play in the street somewhere and get hit by a car. No, I really don't mean that. Yeah, I do. Um, and then, you know, when he has made his pittance, he can come back. And I think he ought to be forced to uh, to go to a uh, nursery school and, and babysit kids for, for a week. Bad judgment. You don't know if there's alcohol involved. Anyway, it doesn't make any difference. You don't taunt a, a four-year-old kid. I mean, that's well, – it's not like just, he's stuck in What are you going to do, P- push push an old lady out of the way in her wheelchair too? I mean, this is the kind of guy that doesn't give a rat's behind, which since we're talking about Chicago, by the way, the rat capital of the United States uh, – if you don't care enough to, you know, to do that, you're gonna, you're going. All you care about is yourself. I don't care how much beer you drink. Which I'm not against beer drinking, by the way. Actually, I kind of endorse it in moderation. But if you, well, in defense of this do guy, that, you're not. You got to give. You got to give the kid the ball. I mean, what greater thing can you do than all of a sudden to give? And by the way, isn't this? I mean, you've got the big hairy deal. You can get a. a Go to the souvenir shop and buy a ball. You could probably buy Anthony Rizzo's 300th homer at the souvenir shop or something. But, I mean, come on. Well, this guy gave the ball to his wife or significant other. I tell you what, Harry <laughs> Carey would have beat the hell out of that guy. And, well, ha- and Harry, Harry Carey, Carey drank a six, lot of beer. Yeah, Harry Carey, Harry the, Carey never did anything like that. After the sixth inning, Harry was a little tanked on the old style. Well, he, he was. And uh, Oh, ladies and gentlemen. The Leon, hey, Leon. I, I love I loved Harry Carey, believe it or not. Almost made me a Cub fan. Cub, it's, 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 after the 16, though, however, it was Cubs. It was Cubs. He uh, kind of had a little sputtering problem there. But uh, Carey wouldn't – he has lost – Harry Carey would not have approved of that behavior. Harry would get out in the stands with the, with the fans because he was one of the people, right? And Harry would get out in the stands and, you know, yell at the players. They'd look at it like, who in the hell is that drunk old man? Okay. Oh, it's Harry. Okay. There there was an update on this. Somebody just sent me this. Uh, I spoke with the people. This is Dave Kaplan, who's a, a reporter. Uh, I spoke with people from the Cubs early. The man who grabbed the ball that was seen on the video actually had helped the little boy get a ball earlier. So the young man has now a game-used ball and a heavy Baez-signed baseball. All is well. The guy's okay, so let it go, people. So, all right. Oh, so he said, I'm going to take this one 
Yeah, he, so, already, he already helped the kid. Uh, according to Dave Kaplan, he already helped the kid get one ball. How? So it's had like two foul balls going to this area? Well, no, this, the, the first baseman threw the ball, tossed the ball. To yeah, the and the kid, kid didn't make yeah, the Yeah, it wasn't a foul ball. Right, I mean, right, okay. Yeah. And so, and, you know, you gave it to him. And at any rate, still, it, it's a pretty bad thing when the guy goes down there. Let's put it like this. He had some serious effort going on scrambling to get that foul. It, it reminds you of a Mardi Gras parade when somebody throws really good beads. And what's the, what's the first thing they teach you, North Louisiana people, pay attention to this, the very first thing they teach you when you go to a Mardi Gras parade in South Louisiana, especially close to New Orleans, when they throw the beads and they hit the ground, the very first thing you do is not reach down to pick the beads up. Put your foot on it. You step on the beads. Very, very important, lest you come back with a broken hand. Yeah. And so this guy obviously had not been to Mardi Gras because he's down on just scrambling to get it. And, uh, he was a rather large man, too. I, yeah, I, right. I, I, I applauded his effort. I mean, in that respect, he was kind of light for his girth, but he, uh, I don't know. I still think you got to, you know, who knows? But And, and that's the case, then, if, if the guy had been, so he just wanted a foul ball. I mean, he wanted a ball, too. The old man did. Dude, like I said, you can. The old man is younger than we are. <laughs> He's an old, old man. man. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Speaking of old man, we'll be back to wrap this one up after this break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, Omega Edition. Uh, this segment brought to you by friends Billy Justice at Vantage. Back in a minute. All roads lead to great savings at Premier Autoplex, your Chevrolet, Buick, GMC dealer in Farmerville. Ten days only. Save 17% on all new 17 Chevrolet and GMC trucks. And 15% on Buick and Chevrolet cars. You heard right. Not just select models, but every new 17 car and truck in stock. Save up to $7,000 on cars and $8,000 on trucks. And they all have a full factory warranty. Find new roads and savings at Premier Chevrolet, Buick, GMC. On the Sterling's and Highway in Farmerville. 318-368-3181. Or MyPremierChevy.com. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. At First Guarantee Bank, we know what it takes to help businesses grow. Funds, precisely why we're making it easier than ever to afford a business loan. With fixed rates as low as 5.5% for five years, you could buy commercial property or equipment your business needs. And we'll even pay third-party closing costs up to $7,500. Now that's banking the way you do business. Welcome to First Guarantee Bank. Welcome to Fanatical Banking. New money only. All loans subject to underwriting, creditworthiness, and bank approval. Available while funds last. For more information, visit FGB.net. Member FDIC. Let's rodeo in Athens. The 36th annual Mount Olive Christian School Rodeo is this Friday and Saturday night. Bring everyone to see top cowboys and cowgirls in your favorite events. Bareback riding, steer wrestling, camp roping, barrel racing, and bull riding. And much, much more. Laugh it up to the annex of everyone's favorite rodeo clown, Rudy Burns. See the world-famous musical chairs on horseback both nights. And be amazed by nine-year-old trick rider, Clara Moore. Tickets $10 at the gate, $8 in advance at Patton's Western Wear Ruston, GBT Athens, Gap Farms Arcadia, and Port-au-Prince on Lake Claver. Kids 10 and under are free. Bring your horse for the grand entry and get in free too. The 36th Annual Mount Olive Christian School Rodeo. This Friday and Saturday, July 27th and 28th at 8 p.m. nightly at Gantz Arena. Two miles east of Athens off 518. Presented by Brown, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Minden. 
Eight seconds of action. A lifetime of fun. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, closing it down here on a Monday. Thanks for spending part of your morning with us as always. Uh, so the JBA Basketball League, the LeVar Ball-led league that has tens of people going to it. Ten. Ten people going to it. Yeah. The WNBA is making fun of the attendance. That's how bad this league is. <laughs> uh, so they had a coach named Eddie Denard who was like a Division II assistant coach, whatever. Uh, was fired last week. Uh, he was the center of a controversy for, quote, bullying a 20-year-old player during a game last week. And so here's what happened. The Chicago Ballers were down 15, playing the Seattle Ballers in a game that looks like, oh, 25, 30 people at maybe. That's including players. Uh, at any rate, there was a kid that was blocking out under. There was a free throw, and uh, our friend underneath, was blocking out uh, the Chicago Ballers, a uh, kid named Dixon. Free throw goes up, no block out whatsoever. Seattle gets the rebound, dribbles it all the way back out. Guy goes to the basket. Uh, literally, our kid that didn't block out, the Dixon kid, moves out of the way like Olay defense. LeVar would say that's lousy defense. Kid shoots a layup, no big deal, timeout. So the guy makes two mistakes. Number one, he puts no effort into the blockout. And number two, he olays on the rotation. He just gets out of the way. Looks like he'd rather not be there. You know, it's sort of like Saturday and Benoit wreck. You know, it's just nobody playing any defense. At any rate, uh, so the coach meets him. Uh, coach Denard meets him on the floor during the timeout. And uh, here, here's our quote. I love the sports writers. He tried to intimidate the player by getting in his face and asking him, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Throws a couple expletives in there and takes two fists and pushes him. Doesn't punch him. He pushes him, right? Um, he loses and, his job. And so, well, so Dixon, who's the kid that gets pushed, uh, on Facebook, because they, uh, by the way, all the JBA games are live on Facebook for you tens of people that watch them. Uh, he goes, I'll cut the record straight as of now. I didn't, uh, I didn't react like everybody wanted me to because I know how to keep my composure when I need to. He was conserving his energy because he certainly didn't put any effort into the game. Uh, if I'd acted crazy, I'd be known as the kid for fighting his coach on national television. Well, national television, a little stretch. You're on Facebook and eight people are watching. Uh, so uh, LeVar Ball, they called upon LeVar Ball, all the, uh, the woke uh, social justice 
commentators. I'm sure Dan Wilkin weighed in on this after he got Wilkin, Wilkin. Yeah. Uh, Lamar said, look, it was inappropriate. I'm not condoning. And this is the quote. I'm not condoning this right here. Uh, he goes, Denard is a very intense young coach whose actions were just in part of the game and overblown. It's just the intensity of the game, LeVar said. It's not like the guy had a bad character or beating up kids or something like that. Dear God, I agree with LeVar Ball. He's not swinging anything. He's just very intense. It happened in a bad moment. But it's here, here we go with LeVar. But it's nothing like sending guys to the military at 18. You don't think they're cussing at a guy at 18 and sending him over there to war? They're doing the same damn thing. But this is the JBA, and they say, let's see if we can knock LeVar down with this. So Once again, so, it's so about let, himself. Let me put it in perspective for you. So you have a young coach who is passionate and intense. I get all that. You have a player who is lazy and put no effort in, so the coach is calling out on being lazy and effortless, uh, pushes him and gets in his face. Well, you know he ain't going to respond because he wouldn't even go get the rebound, let alone do that. And so the guy takes two fists and pushes his chest. All right? Uh, Everybody's crazy over it. I'm not condoning that. Does it happen? Yes. Uh, and so LeVar spins this thing into going, well, look, I'm not saying what he did was right. It wasn't. But, look, you, I mean, the people in the military, they get cursed at, you know, because the JBA and the military are very similar <laughs> and uh, their training methodologies and, and how, how tough you can be. Matter of fact, I heard some of the Ranger training were going to the JBA to look for oh, Tim, new, and improved, yeah, yeah, new, well, new sure. and improved training techniques. Yeah. And so LeVar spins it. Uh, they're just trying to get, bring LeVar about down. LeVar, you're doing just fine bringing your own self down. I don't think anybody needs to help. Don't need any help. Um Here's the thing. Um, what it means was. <laughs> what what, what it happened to, was. What he meant to say was, this is a situation where LeVar once again brings it back to himself. Imagine that. Uh, it's all about me. And now the coach, did they get rid of the coach? or did? They? Oh, yeah, they, they, they had to move him. Cause that, it's oh, just, man. So then he has another interview. And, look, I thought they were going to trade. I saw uh, LeVar go on um, Cowherd. About two weeks ago, and my tweet was, they may trade Lonzo Ball before the interview is over. And this is when he's, like, calling out everybody. So he sat down with um, another group, and they said, well, look, why is it important to give the kids the JBA a chance? LeVar's quote, if you want to be a professional athlete, you don't need to spend 50% of your time in class. That's pretty obvious that LeVar takes that to heart. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Okay, so... He further goes on, uh, you talk about education, they'll take a guy and say, hey, we're giving him a free education for this. That's like doing something for me. Instead of paying me money, I give you 10,000 donuts. I mean, hey, man, these $10,000 donuts are going to be free? And you're looking at, what am I getting for these free donuts? Apparently, education is lost on LeVar. So what I'm saying is they're offering these kids a free education, but it's doing nothing for them is being athletes. Well, heck yeah, LeVar. Let's just get rid of school altogether because, obviously, and let's know, just ball all everybody should be a professional athlete. Um, Texas shows his – I mean, I hate to say it, but it, it, that's, that's, not very enlight- that's not a very enlightened statement. Um, okay, first of all, even if you can, if you are successful in the NBA, which are – the odds of that are just so minuscule it's not even worth discussing – you got to have a way to manage your your money, and that's what the value of an education supposedly is supposed to do. There's some discipline involved in saving and, and so forth. How many how many how many broke 
former athletes. I mean, the list Most is, is legendary. So here was the question. Do you, and, and, look, if you're driving, I'm going to give you about three seconds to pull your car over because when I read this, LeVar's quote, you're going to jerk your wheel into a bridge embankment, and keep, I don't want you to do that. Keep in mind this is LeVar Ball. All right. So they ask him, do you think the JBA would have been a better deal for Lonzo than UCLA? You know, UCLA, one of the top programs historically in the country, all that. Of course, they're talented guys, guys that are more talented than what you see at mid-major universities. Have you seen the collection of garbage he trots out on the floor at the JBA? It defies description. I'm taking Gene Cupid, Stanley Crump, and a couple dudes from the Swartz Rec and mopping the floor with those cats. Can uh, Quick uh, quiz for everyone out there. Uh, can you name one JBA player outside of? The Ball Brothers. Uh, this is like Jeopardy to me. Uh, no, his, I can't. It was sorry. his best quote, and I'm going to leave you with this one. This, this is one I want you to think about all day long. You don't – this is LeVar Ball on uh, SB Nation. Quote. You don't coach a Magic Johnson. You don't coach a LeBron. Two pretty good names, right? You don't really coach Lonzo. You just let him play. Um, You know, look, Lonzo may be – he needs to get a map, a globe, actually, because he may be in Latvia by the time uh, the season rolls around. Uh, Have you seen who the Lakers have signed? It is like the Island of Misfit Toys. Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. they signed. JaVale McGee, they signed. Some of these people, you're like, really? Right. You, you, lots of, I mean, by default, Lonzo might be one of the better players on the team. It's a disaster. I don't care how good LeBron is. You can't win with that. Do you? It, it, is the answer to ship Lonzo to Toronto with um, Kawhi Leonard now? Is that is that the answer? I think if they had an affiliate, if they had an NBA franchise in Bangor, Maine, they would send him there. Uh, I think the I Lakers, are, I, they're going to try to cut deals at, at uh, midseason next year. But look, you get you bring Lance Stevenson, and oh, they got Michael Beasley. Yeah, I mean, you I talk that, about yeah. Island of Misfit Toys. I mean, how could you not go after Carmelo? I mean, it makes perfect sense. Well, Throw Russell, Rus- Russell Westbrook into that situation. Oh my God! They would be a fight between the players. Oh, absolutely. Because they who wants to, to jack it up? Yeah, 50 times? Lance Stevenson, who is a C player, C minus. Javale McGee, C maybe. Uh, be Beasley, little, C, D. Aren't you being a little hard? No, I'm being realistic. That's just the truth. Uh, all these D listers, craziness. At any rate, thanks for listening today, folks. Uh, I know sports company uh, Nick White, Sean Fox are putting the band back together. At, from 2 to 5 today. And this is not a mission from God. No, no, Sunbelt Media Days. Blues Brothers. 2 to 5 uh, from New Orleans, um, and they will be on an hour early. So be sure to uh, notch it up one hour on your uh, on your calendar and your watch or whatever you do to wake you up to know that it's the sports company from 2 to 5 today. From New Orleans. Thanks for listening today, folks. As always, always an honor and a privilege to spend a little part of the morning with you. We are brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. That's Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Special thanks to Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Vantage, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, my friend Ben Pitts and GB mm-hmm. Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. 
and Spa Nivelle. For John Tabor, for my co-host Jamie Fox, we do want to give a shout-out to Mark Kramer today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hopefully will have him back on the air uh, very about soon. About a week from now. About a week from now. Mm-hmm. Um, at any rate, folks, have a great day. Be safe out there. Aloha. And we will see you soon. <laughs>